Day One FM. It has actually been a while since we've been on the on the ones and twos. On the horn. On the horn, <laughs> exactly. Feet held to the fire. I've missed uh, you guys. Wow. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> Great. We'll insert something yeah, there. Fine. We've also well, oh. we've been. I mean, we've been around though. You know, we just, I guess we haven't all been in this pod studio well, sweating in, Mexico, in the infrared sauna. So. Great, great. Uh, yeah, well, there's lots to unpack, um, Henry Kissinger. Um, but no, actually, you know, everyone is talking about Spotify rap, so I guess we have to talk about Spotify rap too, uh, both from a curiosity standpoint on my end, because I'm a unabashed Apple Music uh, user but also from a cultural standpoint, because that's what everyone's talking about right now. So, I mean, I know both of you, Trey and Clara, have gathered uh, ample research and mm. opinion on all of this. Um, we always uh, well, do first of all, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious about what your, you know, top wrapped, however, wh- whatever the metrics are. Um, Trey is being coy. No, so I, I have. I've come to terms with it. My top okay. artist is the Jonas Brothers. Um, <laughs> what so. was the What was the reason? Can you like? Do you think so do you know they, why? <laughs> I know why. Well, I think like the larger thing is that there have been very few musical releases this year by acts that are not like, and I think we'll get into this more, but like algorithmically driven. So all of the mm-hmm. you know biggest artists the good ones. on, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of the biggest artists on like most lists that I've seen are people who have established their fame kind of pre like culture being fractured, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jonas Brothers, namely, being <laughs> <laughs> clearly the front runner here. Um, no, it was like the Jonas Brothers, Travis Scott and then like John Williams. I listened to a lot of like the stepmom movie soundtrack. Interesting. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah. no, all to say, though, that uh, they had a song come out called Wings and it was like algorithmically, you know, under two minutes. And so right. I played it probably Sped one up. day kind of over and over again while I cleaned. And then therefore the Jonas Brothers shot to the top of my list mm. and I got a great message from them thanking them for being a huge fan. So, Clara. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's like just you're watching an Instagram story, except it's day one FM. It's like me trying to explain <laughs> my Spotify wrapped. But yeah. so to my head. top my top artist this year was Death, which is like, <laughs> 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 which was because it was like, to your point, kind of like my listening habits, I would say is like I go down into like a wormhole for a time and like I only listen to really like one or two things intensely and then i'll kind of like migrate over to something else so at the beginning of this year i got really into this band i watched a documentary about them and so the band is called death the band is called death they're okay. like a a punk prog metal prog clara is <laughs> yeah. okay well, everyone there's <laughs> like i'll will share around the links everything's fine but mm-hmm. i got Check really into death <laughs> i know um but then my other top artists were like i mean the other girls, you know, mm. I had like my Lana Del Rey in there. I had Olivia Rodrigo. I had my top song. I had Caroline Polachek in there. Mm. I had um, your girl, Depression Girl. I know. I had girl. no, like, literally, like, there were a couple of things that were sad. It was like Norman fucking Rockwell most listened to in August. I was like, damn, look at you. Cruel <laughs> <Real> summer. <laughs> I know, but it was, I don't know, it was kind of funny to go back and revisit, but Jacques and Nick and I actually our fellow day one Spotify users. And we were talking in the kitchen earlier about how like 
some, to your point about like algorithmically inclined music releases, Nick was bringing up a reference, which I couldn't totally find, but like I did find something from last year talking about how Bad Bunny and Taylor Swift, who like for the past few years have kind of traded back and forth the top positions, they've also, and they are very like prolific song releasers, like especially with Taylor's, from the vault. <laughs> Taylor's version albums and like Bad Bunny is always on like different features um, and releases a lot of remixes and new songs so that like, Honestly, there are some artists that are just like more algorithmically inclined to be sort right. of top streamed artists. Like Drake, who's like, I'm not releasing any more albums. Just kidding, this just Friday. Kidding. <laughs> just Friday, here's my new album. My tummy with 40 problem. Songs. Has yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think, and like, I don't know, I got a little bit into some of the numbers of it, but like a song stream, I know Eli, we've been talking about this, but a song stream counts as 30 seconds or more. So you don't even really have to listen to the whole song for it to count as a listen, which I thought was interesting too. Like, in terms of like when you put on a playlist to like work or run or do whatever, like there's a lot of songs that I listen to for 30 seconds and then it's like, well, that's enough, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Moving on. No. And Apple Music is the same for what it's worth, Eli. I don't understand how Apple has like some of the best technological infrastructure and, and hardware <laughs> and they the have absolute. completely given up on all of this. Would you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I, I don't need to tap through the Apple Music replay. And it's <laughs> you don't even know the name of it. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, they don't no, market it at all. It's it's which is fine. Play play and it's browser only. It is browser only. It's, it's pathetic. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. No, it's I mean, it's let me go on my Zoom and, and like yeah. see what I. <laughs> I know, like literally. But Spotify has all these like fun, creative ways to tell maybe real What's your stories sound around <laughs> around oh data. God. I mean, Clara, pull it up. Pull it up. Pull up the Tomato Girl data that oh, they have. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. I was going through the, the Spotify Newsroom article. Mm. And is this like a new phenomenon? Just to take a step back. Because I feel like Spotify Wrapped maybe was like introduced, what, 2019 or whatever? Early. It was early. earlier than that, yeah. yeah. But people started to talk about it during COVID? Well, I think they like started to make it more and more like social friendly. And every year, it's gotten kind of like more over the top in terms of like here's your sound down and like if you were a flavor you'd be pumpkin spice like yeah. all of that stuff <laughs> i don't know that way. that's my spotify <laughs> voice but like you know like you get sort of this weirder and weirder information about it like i think it used to be just like here's your top artists and it's sort of gotten bigger and bigger each year but the thing that i wanted to <laughs> talk about so i show you guys was in spotify's own recap they have like these different trends per month and some of them are really funny. Like I sent Eli the one about, okay. In September, we saw a 580% increase in searches related to Roman Empire. <laughs> and of the thousands of related playlists on Spotify, nearly 75% were created by men. I bet you can guess the songs, but Viva La Vida by Coldplay. Oh my God. <laughs> Everybody Wants to Rule the World I by mean, Tears for Fears. My House by Flo Rida, which is <laughs> hilarious. And then another one by Sintess by Queen. And then, Interesting. then, just really quickly, last one was Cherry Red Tomatoes and Hot Pink Playlists col Colored a Summer Full of Girl Power. Music was a key ingredient in the summer's tomato girl trend, with a 500% increase in the creation of tomato girl playlists in the U.S. Uh, then, who's writing this? And is this, is this real? 10,000 girl dinner playlists. 10,000? Well, I think it's like, it's the classic One thing of they're many. trying to show like culture is happening on Spotify, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Then it's a 1,600% increase as the pickleball craze <laughs> picked up around the world. Daily searches for pickleball related increase. 
white noise it's just pickleball yeah no, it's just <laughs> the whiffing ball back ball. and forth oh and then lastly following the season four premiere of hbo succession u.s streams of succession main title theme spiked by 350 percent with that i, I can get behind that, that yeah. the thing is like as someone who did cue it i mean <laughs> yeah. blasted into my eardrums at least who are these folks who are these people though <laughs> who like they see a trend online and then put it into literally every search box they come across including spotify like there's not pickleball music that i know of <laughs> So, like, who are there you? There is, though. <laughs> it exists. Like, that's what I'm telling you right now is that that's the playlist that people are like making. Like, dad's at home being like, pickleball. <laughs> I need to get up for pickleball. <laughs> oh what would be in the pickleball playlist? I don't Steely know. They, Dan, don't, maybe? they don't have like, the rundown the tiger. in the same way that they have the others. We'll have to do our own independent research. Well, Bing I Crosby. just would like to uh, shout out our fans in Brazil. We did check our own Day One FM. Uh, oh, yeah. Give us yeah. yeah. Uh, I think number... Number two in three countries were Canada and the UK. So, hello, hello, Brits. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, all my listeners. <laughs> Brits. Although, I guess it is part of the Commonwealth, isn't it? Amen. Yes. Amen, sister. Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> yeah. I think all of that data is interesting, slightly concerning. I would love to meet some of these people. I don't mean to poo-poo it, but it's just hard to, hard to believe. Totally. Yeah. But I will say, so like, found this in, found this. I scrolled upon it in Casey, Casey <laughs> Lewis's. It's like the most passive voice uh, ever. <laughs> it's like. Oh, okay. My mouse hovered <laughs> over. I know, my most hovered over link this week. It's, well, I mean, it's good. Um, it's, you're being honest. I came across this in Casey <laughs> Lewis's fan favorite after school newsletter. Um, she highlighted the top global artists listened to by Gen Z, running down the list. Taylor Swift, who, by the way, 2023 is most streamed artist globally, raking in more than 26.1 billion streams since January 1. Uh, that accounts for about $300 um, in, <laughs> in royalties. Anyway, Bad Bunny, The Weeknd, Drake, Peso Pluma, who I guess is blown up, Travis Scott, Lana Del Rey, uh, Arijit Singh, SZA, and Fade. I don't know two out of ten of these. Um, but to your point, Trey, all of the top artists, are f I feel like, are like pre-algorithm acts. And it just, I'm a bit confused whether we are like peak monoculture or peak fragmentation. Because I feel like all of the most popular shit is like mainstream yeah. artists. I and think movies that and TV and like NCIS. Right. I think it's like a, I think it's a both cases scenario where because monoculture has effectively ended, people who have established their listening habits prior to the monoculture fracturing, i.e. everyone who graduated in like 2013 and before, you are going to stick with those artists, you know, unless you're like extremely curious and not, you know, making mm -hmm. these blanket statements, but I think for the most part, like Taylor Swift, Bad Bunny, even you could argue like Doja Cat, all these kind of folks are the artists that have established themselves before this kind of fracturing of culture, before the algorithm and like Spotify even fractured all the genres of music into like alt pop, you know, mm -hmm. computer bloop bloop music or something so that you don't even know what to search for. So you literally have people searching pickleball <laughs> trying to find <laughs> artists and it's like, bro, that's not a music genre. <laughs> So, like, you Not are yet. either mm -hmm. listening to a Bad Bunny and Taylor Swift or you're really trying to discover new music and you're listening to, like, prog metal from the 80s. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. I mean, I do think there's a – I don't know. I agree with you. Like, I think it's been hard for young artists to break through, but I feel like we've circled around it 
a lot this year, but it, like, is the problem the way that platforms have structured their algorithms for like a basically against discovery and like not really incentivized in terms of like, I feel like we talked about it with Tony too. Like it wants to give you stuff that you like anyway. And I feel well, like that's my th- Spotify yeah. kind of like the rap stuff sort of reinforces that of like just showing everything you like back at you. Right. Again. That's so, my point too, where your Spotify wrapped, which comes out, I guess, late November culminates in your top songs of 2023 playlist, which is literally all the music you've listened to the most this year reflected back in like a playlist that they expect you to listen to for the next month, basically. So like nobody is discovering new music in December, basically, because you're listening to your top songs of 2023 and like, I guess, reflecting back on how great it was to listen to Wings by the Jonas Brothers like 20 times in a row. (laughs) I don't know, but it's kind of weird to me that like there are a couple... You know, there's a couple strange things about Spotify's wrapped that I still am trying to wrap my head around. Oh, yeah. uh, God. But the main thing that I really think is interesting about this phenomenon, I would call it, is that it has been going on since 2015. And Spotify is probably the only brand that can literally use your personal data in a way that gets you excited to see it explicitly yes yeah Yeah. so like any other you know imagine like your doctor creating your like you know (laughs) medical wrapped report or something like no other brand can use your data in kind of interesting ways that makes you want to literally share your kind of very personal habits in a way like music i guess you could argue is like quasi personal or not but not anymore i just find that you know people there have been i think probably less than 2% of Spotify users have complained about their data being used or aggregated or like added to some trend report or like, you know, it's, I think that's kind of weird, isn't it? Maybe not. No, I think it is. I mean, it's a, it's a kind of a cynical outlook, but you, you know me, that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of the go-to. Like I like to check on my banking apps to see how much I've spent on like Seamless this month, but if it was like you ate this many <laughs> Chinese takeouts yeah. this year, I mean it is that's a format. A that's, <laughs> it is a format that's replicated. But I mean, how many like pick a brainstorm? Oh, like I love the wrapped format that they do, right? You know, and like, no other brand can pull it off because, like, you know, how much Aflac insurance money have I wasted this year? Yeah. Like, have I we don't. just surrendered? Is this like the final, the final beast, or is it the well, first? Like is it the first boss? Because, like, I think your point, Trey, like, music is in that weird sort of in-between space of, like, I feel like for a normal consumer brand, the only way that it could really be reflected back to you is, like, how much money you've spent or how much you've, like, consumed in a way that feels Which is gross. Which is gross. And I get grossed out knowing I'm a huge Bronus Bronus brother. But, yeah, I mean, I guess... The only thing that's keeping other brands from doing it is just the fact that it would be, I feel like, so icky to see. And not to say that they can't get more innovative and figure out any way to do it. But but I guess music doesn't give you, like, a consumption ick. Whereas, like, if you're doing Uber Eats, like, this was the amount of Pad CU you ordered this year. You're (laughs) like, oh, okay, maybe. But that's weird because I I have a friend who posted his Spotify wrapped and he listened to 100,000 minutes of music. I don't think that's weird. He was like, I listen while I'm sleeping. I have Spotify on. 
and I'm like, in one day, he listened to like 13, 34 mu- minutes, minutes of music, which equates to almost literally the 24 hours. So he like literally had Spotify going all day. And to that, I would say mental illness, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I disagree. I disagree. You, you're like a Mozart, for, like you have a Mozart for babies attitude where you like play this musical. <laughs> I just don't So understand. you would say that you are a Mozart for babies. <laughs> you disagree. That's like a normal behavior thing. I'm not saying normal behavior, but I'm not saying it's wildly like if I had concerning. Seamless I listen to a lot of music. you for 24 hours straight. I don't know. My headphones are on a decent amount of time. Like it's not that weird. So Clara has NPR in the background of her apartment. Like twenty four seven. Throwing me under yeah. the bus. All yeah. I was doing was laughing at Trey's <laughs> funny joke. I mean, you called I me a Mozart baby. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, the only other thing that I can think of that kind of does track your data in that way is something like Strava, or like if you use a running app like that and it gives you like your. But that is like achievement based. And that's exactly you feel where I feel good. like. But Spotify, I feel like lives more in that lane of it is like an achievement thing of yeah. like I'm yeah. in the top oh one percent, and I think that that's how they frame it of like you are one of Taylor Swift's like most SAT. favorite and important listeners or like you listen to more music than XYZ amount of people or like it makes you feel sort of like special and like. But my main point here is that I think v- data is being harvested at a level to which we are still not even fully privy like where it's going, what it's being used for. And where this it's coming is from like, either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is like one of those weird phenomena, phenomena? Where Mm -hmm. your data is being served back at you and you are celebrating it. And I think that is going to increasingly happen as more brands, like we said, kind of crack that formula. So it can show you how much of a super fan you are of this brand. Yeah. And like it's already happening. We're seeing it elsewhere. But like to whatever degree, Spotify has like cracked the code. And now people literally look forward to this like a holiday and kind of, you know, decide to consume media in a way that it will give them a result that they desire. So they're mm-hmm. like either proud to share their results or like ashamed and joking about that or memeing it or they're from, you know, Berkeley Sound Town or whatever the heck. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> what I town did. are you from? A Berkeley. Yeah. I'm from Santa Cruz. Is it only California? Or no, some of it's Burlington. No, like There's I got, like Burlington. Yeah, I saw some people got Burlington. Some people got like Brixton, like somewhere in New York. But the point, yeah, the also another Boise, weird point Idaho. is like, Boise. rather than it just being a kind of fun insight into your listening habits and like where other folks who listen to the same music are from, people were starting to question whether there were deals struck with like the tourism boards of these cities. And that, <laughs> I know it's like a lol, but like, <laughs> I, I'm. I, it's like, is this real? Is this? I, don't I mean, know. I can to the to the point of like, how can we format our like storytelling or content in like a Spotify wrapped wrapper? I bet you there is like, how can we insert ourselves into the Spotify wrapped conversation by like naming this town via a Spotify playlist? You know, because right. people know that this. To your point, this is like a holiday. Well, I did think it was interesting. They were Happy all like, day. they were all like, like no offense to the tourism boards who cashed out for this, but like they were all like dupe cities. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> like, like, I was no like, one actually when thinks they were about to town. show me my city, I was like, okay, foreign travel, and yeah. then I was like, <laughs> Santa Cruz. Like, I've got to like transfer airline. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, there's not even a but direct travel flight. brands now are like, oh, how can we capitalize <laughs> on know? the sounds of Berkeley or Burlington to create destination? 
I don't know. It There's like so God. many levels, and we're you know, what are the different levels? We're like in fifth circle of hell here. I don't yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> Longer to go before we sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Miles to go? I don't know. I'm tr- the Robert Frost. Never mind. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, don't get poetic here. Well, I was yeah. trying to infuse a little bit. I would like to say thank you to Nikki Six for the Motley Crew. Thank you video for being once again <laughs> <laughs> my jump my artist. artist. <laughs> no, they were I think number three this year, so it's it's I've tapered a little. Yeah, I feel, but kinda, it did feel meaningful. I feel kind of left out, but kind of refreshingly. So you know, I mean, kind of like an outside. It wouldn't reveal anything. Refresh. You like it's both like. <laughs> well, do you think some people look at it like a horoscope? Like this is going to tell me a lot about what I'm. What I'm meant to do or what I'm meant to be doing. I, I guess mean, not because it's more it's backwards. It's more backwards. I just find it's funny and like myself included in this, but being shocked at your results and then it's like you literally, you literally did. You like this no, is it's you. like big like who did that? Yeah. <laughs> like, who took who, over? Who listened to Olivia Rodrigo's <laughs> album right. 500 times? I'm like couldn't have been me. Obviously, yeah. it's like maybe I left my phone on. But I guess that is to your point about like seeing your own information reflected back at you, like. I don't know, at least how I feel about it. It's kind of uncanny almost. It's an intervention where, like, of sorts. I don't believe it. You know, I'm like, surely the tourism board is like, you know, like you just sort of assume somebody's cooking the right. numbers because your it friends is and loved ones have come together to, like, come let, together you know to let you know that that was a scary time now for everyone. Now is the time to make change. <laughs> yeah. Well, that does get to the question that we've been toiling with, I suppose, for the prediction areas, like all around data and the ways that data is used to tell or manufacture certain narratives. And I feel like no one's really questioning any of the data methodology or the fact that it's your data your behavior and like Trey to your point no one really has a problem with that but I do think we are reaching a point where it's like you have all of these metrics which means different things across different platforms I mean right now we're talking about like a music stream but in the videos in the video space you have like a TikTok view a YouTube view a Reels view and like all of those things mean something slightly different because they're quantified in a different way but we think about them as all meaning the same, if that makes sense. So then like the numbers don't really add up whatsoever. Yeah. So I feel like we're going to soon reach a point where it's like, are people even going to pay attention to these metrics as a metric of success at all? Well, I think data is going to get more personal. And by that, I mean like we've all, we've always had box office numbers. We've always had the billboard charts and people love to see their favorite artists succeeding and like, Oh, your person's number one or they sold this many albums or this many streams. But, like, it's hard to quantify numbers that large, you know, even thinking mm-hmm. about, like, a stadium tour selling out or something. And it's, like, Beyonce had the best-selling tour of all time, or maybe it was Taylor Swift. I forget who now. But, like, oh, they made billions of dollars or something. But it's hard to quantify that. And that means something to me as, pers- like, as a fan personally. But when you tell me that I listen to 100,000 minutes of music, that means something. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, these these bits of data that can literally kind of tug at your heartstrings and give you that Pavlovian response where you have to share, I think is how data is going to be used going forward more and more. So it's like you have a personal stake in this artist doing well or this brand, you know, you're being a super fan of this brand. Three more listens to add to add Taylor Swift to the top of the Spotify rap streams. It could be Well, well that's how the that's how Mariah like Carey became like a Christmas fixture. Like all I want for Christmas is you was not a big deal really until I think around 2015 and it was Spotify wrapped. Well, I'm not going to, you know, credit Spotify wrapped for her like ascension, but it has now made <laughs> her over a million dollars just in streams alone. 
because it's like not time yet. Oh, it's time. And she's helped to like gamify, you know, that personal stake people have in sending her song to the top of the charts again. Yeah. Kind of kind of crazy. Yeah. Chart anyway. topper. <laughs> Chart topper. Not me. The personalized data thing is interesting, if not very worry worrisome. Well, because wasn't there a Wired article or something, and I'm just now pulling things out of my... <laughs> but <laughs> I think um, somewhere somebody was predicting that it's going to start into like the medical space. So we are going to see data, like medical data being used about not just like steps walked or, you know, weight lost or something, but, you know, like your blood type dictating this or like, you know, I don't know, your DNA being swabbed and it will tell you this about like CRISPR. your, you know, age, yeah. age expectancy well, or whatever. Like, and I don't know about you guys, but I already get a lot of those types of ones where it's like your metabolism might be different than other people. Like send us your cheek swab and we'll like <laughs> let you know exactly like what you have to eat in order to be at your like top whatever. And I'm like, this is yeah. hectic. So, so it sounds like we we are over optimizing for everything. Right. Oh, I mean, that's not a question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. It is more of a statement that we are over optimizing. Like you wear the aura ring so you know exactly how you're how you're sleeping and how many paces you've walked and your apple watch will tell you about your heart rate and your spotify wrapped will tell you that you've listened to 121,000 hours of right. taylor swift and, and it will like share it with your doctor automatically so like they can be tracking and diagnosing you on you're the listening go. to a worry worrisome amount of taylor swift are you okay? <laughs> I know. It's like the, the checking in, <laughs> the checking in on you notification. Yeah. I mean, another thing we were talking about is like, are we trying to, what are the potential damages of like quantifying culture like that outside of the more like insidious data capture of it all and well, selling it back to you? My, you want to hear my theory? Of course. That's why we're, that's why we're here, Trey. You got the questions. <laughs> I got the answers. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that, you know, as culture becomes more fractured and as like fans become even more invested in the people that they are fans of, you know, when you're armed with data, it's essentially like arming an army with weapons. So like I have more <laughs> weapons, I have bigger guns than your side and like the barbs come for the Swifties or whatever and they're armed with data like so and so outsold, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I think like that data is really useful to a fan that wants to like see you know yeah. their behavior rewarded essentially yeah. i agree my question is like what happens when the data is like doesn't make sense when the data is cooked i'm going back and forth between data and data <laughs> <laughs> more importantly trying them both out yeah <laughs> i'll send them back the one i don't like <laughs> uh, i mean that's a more like meta question yeah you know what i mean not totally based off of just hypothesis well yeah like, i think that like you know the further we go down the rabbit hole the further we'll realize that like corporations that control our data are obviously tweaking it to their benefit and that's the most sinister piece of all and thanks also for listening like, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> tune in next time. i mean yeah like and to your point too though like take for instance the stat that I feel like everyone gets on their top artists. It's like you're in the top 0.1% of listeners of this artist. Like it sounds really meaningful. And like even putting aside whether or not that that's like real or cooked or whatever. If you imagine for Taylor Swift, how big she is, how many people listen, there's probably a lot of people in that top 
0.1 percent or whatever mm-hmm. but like because there isn't context or framing and because like maybe most people whatever maybe it doesn't matter maybe they don't have the data literacy to understand exactly what it means but like it sounds nice and i just i think unfortunately like cooked or otherwise like it kind of ladders into the same thing as what you're talking about of like it allows people to feel good in whatever niche they are but also feel like a certain amount of like either like ownership or a sense of like helps defend their stance on whatever artists they like or you could you know take it to a political arena or say whatever but Mm -hmm. like everybody does get their own numbers and I don't think that it's not in your self-interest as someone who's deeply vested enough to be on Twitter and like yelling at barbs (laughs) like it's like you're not then also being like no, no, no. <laughs> Where's the Nielsen rate? You know, like, you're not, they're just not those sorts of people. Um, actually. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, like, the establishment from whence the data comes, if it is, like, framing the data in a specific way, everyone who sees the data or uses the data will also think that way. So, like, yeah. bad example, but Donald Trump saying, like, this is the fake news media. All of the followers are going to be like, oh, that's fake news. So I'm saying that, like, Everyone who frames the data has a very big responsibility to do it in a way that everyone doesn't like misconstrue it and use it to their own ends that are possibly mm-hmm. negative or to reward their own behavior, which is possibly negative. Like, like of fans specifically who yeah. probably do some wild stuff and maybe shouldn't, but the data can back you up. It's true. It's a scary, scary world. Very. All At right, least I'm in the top 01 yeah. <laughs> of death. Of death. <laughs> Shout right. out to death. Yeah. Should we wrap it up there? Yeah, I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I had a great time. All Thank you Henry. all for listening. Yeah. And you know Good what? To be back. And you know what, fellow <laughs> fellow listeners, send us your Spotify wrapped. We're we curious see. to hear. We want to know. Are you a Joe Bro or a death? I <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, play us out. Yo, thanks for tuning in. Stay up to date with all things Day One FM by subscribing to our page on Spotify, following us on Instagram at D1A, and staying up to date with the latest trends and insights on D1A.com forward slash perspective.